This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Arkham Files, an actual play Call of Cthulhu RPG podcast, featuring Seth Morrison as Tallahassee Turner. Listen, Fatso, I already saw a man out in the woods with light coming out of his orifices. Peter Morrison as Dominic Drunkard. All pockets from all dead people in the room are being searched by me. Donovan Bollard as Dr. Simeon Kantstanjevitz. No, this is too scary, guys. I quit. Sam Morrison as Major Frederick Aloysius Bakersfield. I pull out old reliable and I say, sir, don't take this the wrong way, but I'm going to net you. Abel Morrison as Officer Billy McConnell. You shot him in the face? Is he dead? You do remember I'm a cop, right? You just shot a guy in the face. And I'm your game master, the keeper of arcane lore, Alex Morrison. Now grab onto some dice and your sanity. Let's roll. Dom Drunkard, the deadlight as it catches up to you. Uh, instead of lashing out with a tendril, it just it widens up and flares up as it as the entirety of the whole inky fluid starts to spread around you. And what are you going to do? Are you going to fight back or are you going to dodge, Dom? <laughs> well, do I have a ready Molotov? I mean. You don't have the Molotov ready. You guys are putting it together. This is all happening within seconds, guys. You're basically sprinting away. You managed to get there. The only reason this thing's halfway ready is because Dr. Simeon was back there putting it together when you got there. All right, I'm going to dodge. Okay, roll it. Guys, I can't... This can't work. I mean... 
I've gotten two good rolls on a I'll row. make sure I cremate you, cremate you with the Molotov, Thanks. okay? Thanks, buddy. I appreciate having my back. Uh, I'm back in the 60s. I rolled a 67. Well, see ya. See ya, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> you rolled a 67? Okay. Well, I rolled a 63. Um, for this one, that's actually a failure. You managed to... It's moving towards you, flaring up, trying to get around you. You're backing away as quick as you can as the deadlight is flooding towards you. All right, Dom, uh, what are you doing? All right, I'm running back towards the house. Um, You'd probably be better off running around the other side of the truck and running towards it. I'm going to run around the other side of the truck. All right, you're just running. You're making a break for it. Um, Tallahassee, where are you? Oh, you're... Um, I'm reading. I'm kicking back on the couch reading a book. Okay, yeah, so I'll get to you in a second. Billy, what are you doing? Uh, if I can see the the deadlight, then uh, I'm going to try and cast uh, Command of the Wizard. Oh, right. this is your first time casting this. This is my first time, yeah. So we're going to have to do a spell casting check. Oh, come on, Billy. Don't kill yourself with your wizardry. What's your spell, Billy? Command of the Wizard. I think it's the one that uh, Corbett used on you. All right, Billy McConnell, you turn around, seeing the deadlight uh, trying to wrap itself around Dom Drunkard as he continues to flee from it, just narrowly just staying ahead of it, only steps at this point. You see Dr. Simeon standing there, fiddling with something in the back of the truck. This actually was taught to you by Dr. Simeon Can't Stand Your Bits. As you dig deep for the first time to try and cast this strange eldritch eldritch incantation that you've learned. For the first time casting your spell, I'm going to need you to make a hard pow roll. Hard pow? Yeah. Really? As you start uttering the incantation, pointing your hands toward the light as it's moving. Daddy needs no pair of shoes. Aw, man. I rolled an 80. 80? Okay. <laughs> you're uh, dead. By the way, you gotta, you're gotta. you spending the magic points to cast it. So that's yeah. one, one plus point. the sanity, which is also one Aww, to cast it. Poop. Okay. So you can... Push your casting roll. You can just fail at this right now, and you fail to cast it. As the words falter in your mouth, as you're stumbling over this, these strange words and syllables from no language you can understand or have heard of. Language that doesn't seem it was meant for human mouths. You can push the roll to continue to try and cast it, or you can just fail it and move on. So I have to get a hard, which is what, half? Yeah. Half of my pal? Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's not very good. Like a 30% chance. All right, I'll just fail. So? I ain't going to push it. If it fails, it would still cast, but you oh. could push your way through it. But it might have very bad consequences. If I fail, I still cast it? Yeah, and you would actually have to pay the cost for the spell a second time to push this roll. 
Uh, yeah, I am. I'm gonna push it. Okay. All right, so you're I spending. I have to prove myself. <laughs> All right, you're spending another point of magic, and another sanity point. Okay, so it it automatically casts, or do I still need a roll? You still need a roll. Okay. All right, here we go. Blow on it. Blow on it, fellas. There we go. Come on. Forty-three. Yes. No. Is that a success? No. Thirty-five. Thirty-five for a success. Okay. All right. Let's see. Can't spend luck on this thing. You can, yeah, if you want. <laughs> what, a, what is that? Eight. Let's see. You eight have luck. to score. I'm yeah. gonna do it. You gonna do it? Yeah. I'm I'm spending eight luck. So that brings you down to seventy-five. Yeah. Okay. Uh, your voice falters for a second as you're stumbling over these words, but you manage to pull it together as you you dig deeper into that well of whatever, wherever that arcane energy seems to come from inside. And you push your way through the rest of the words and suddenly you feel that energy leave your body as the spell completes and goes off. So actually, and every time after this, when you cast this spell, you don't have to do that again. It's only the first time. Okay, you're gonna have to make an opposed pal roll. Okay. Well, we got the ghost light, the dead light, right. You ready for this? Oh, I got a 13, bring it. 13? Um, what is that? Is that a, is that a it's extreme a, success? It's extreme, yeah. Um, it also got any success. It also got a success? Yeah. Was it extreme? Nope, it is not as extreme. Okay, so what are you what are you yelling at it, or what do you you have to command? You have to say a command of something in some way. So what I'm gonna tell it is to I'm just gonna yell, "Be still." Okay. So what happens here is you release the spell and you push your will towards the deadlight as it's coming towards as it's coming around the car towards your friends and. You feel, you feel your will come up against something for a second and there's a little bit of resistance and then you push through. And so, but when you do, you sense something so otherworldly and alien, it's, it's incomprehensible what it is that your will is kind of pressing into. You speak these words out and send this command towards it but it doesn't seem to have any understanding of what it is you're trying to get across to it. Since whatever it is is so outside your understanding or its understanding of what you are, really, or what is anything that's going on between the two of you, that it doesn't appear to have any effect on Ah. Uh, I want you to roll a d10. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. contact with its uh, entities messing with my brain I rolled a 10 10 uh, okay increase your pal by 10 points oh dang Whoa, yeah. Yeah. dang Billy because while it didn't you didn't succeed in the spell 
in the spell affecting the way you wanted to because it was incapable of comprehending what you were trying to tell it, you still pushed your way through its powerful will and its its mental strength, which you felt for a second, but you pushed through. Okay. Major Bakersfield, where are you? Um, I'm outside with the box about to capture the light. Okay. <laughs> we win. Uh, you come running towards it. It's coming around the edge of the card as you see Domdrin card fleeing towards you. Um, what are you saying? And what are you doing, I guess? You're just opening the box and running towards the light with the box open? I'm saying, uh... Here's Nettie Hands. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you flee towards it with this kind of rudimentary silver box-like net. <laughs> uh, running directly towards the, be- the deadline, holding it open, gesturing wildly. Uh, okay, Tallahassee Turner, you're, you're skimming through. You only have, I mean, these rounds are literally like a second or two long three seconds I think Uh, as you're skimming through this text it does appear that the lower block of text that you're looking at seems to be there's an incantation there it appears maybe that this is a set of instructions but in the amount of time that you have you, you can't really take in any kind of real information it just, from the look of it, it has a look of, like, a recipe. So, just by the format of the right way it's written, you you can, can you kind of infer that perhaps maybe these are some set of instructions. Okay. And so, I mean, really kind of honestly reading this and comprehend, this is going to take some time, and we're talking about rounds to actually really read through this text and comprehend anything. Okay, Dr. Simeon, what are you doing? I'm throwing that Molotov. I'm done, son. Are you going to burn me alive while I'm trying to capture it in the box? You fall for getting that close? <laughs> I throw the Molotov between the ghost and the house, lighting both on fire. The The deadlight is literally feet away from you. You and Dom Drunkard were both like right next to each other when this thing swarmed around the edge of the truck. So Dom Drunkard started running for it, and now you're kind of standing there alone. Uh, standing next to the deadlight. I mean, you're you're basically face to face with it. Okay. So what I want to do then? I want to run away from it, get its attention, so it goes away from Dom and Major Bakersfield. And then as I'm running, it chases after me. Drop the Molotov, and it runs into my fire and kills itself. Excellent. Okay. All right. Well, that's the scenario. So. Good job, everybody. Good job. <laughs> Good job, Simmy. Everybody back in the truck. <laughs> so you're backing away, basically, as you're trying to light this uh, Molotov. Yeah. Trying to get its attention, too, at the same time. All right. Well, just to remind you, you are in the midst of torrential rain. Oh, thanks for the reminder. Yeah. So, if you're backing up and getting out, if you stayed within the the shelter of the the canopy of the truck, well, you, I, I lit it already. It's already lit. Um, well, that's what you're doing right now. You assembled it last turn. This turn, you are lighting and throwing. Well, I lit it. Lighting and, and running, or what are you doing? 
Yeah, I lit it in the in the in the truck, and now I'm backing away. All right, so you light it. We're just trying to figure out exactly how much time all of this is taking you, and how far you're going to be able to move away from the truck. So you're kind of still leaning inside the back of the truck, striking your lighter. Uh, you do manage to catch the edge of this uh, the fabric as you're backing away. Um, you start making a break for it, moving backwards as quickly as you can, trying to get a little bit of space between you and the light before you throw this. But with the way this is going, and this thing just took a swipe, just kind of swooped in at Dom, though he managed to dodge out of the way. Dang straight. With the amount of time that you have, you're only going to be able to manage to get, you know, a handful of feet away from it. Ten feet, maybe, at the most. How, uh, how close are Dom and Major Bakersfield to it right now? Bakersfield is running out of the front of the house, so he's about around close to the front of the truck. Uh, Dom Drinkard is, is, there's, there's, there's only a, a, a handful of feet between all of you guys. Okay. All right, so I yell at the guys, I'm like, run boys, I'm tossing it. Okay, so where are you throwing it? I'm throwing it right under the light. I mean, really, realistically, I would say you kind of finish putting it together. You get it all put together, shoving the rag down in there, pull out your lighter, and then, yeah, you're kind of lighting it is is this round, I would say. That makes more sense. That last round, you were getting to the back of the truck, you throw it open, you grab the stuff. This round, you're putting everything together. You manage to get it together. You manage to light it. Even all that is pretty pretty dang fast to put all this together and manage to pull this off so that's it that's my that's my that's my round yeah i'm gonna say that's probably your round for you to actually get this lit finish putting it together and then get your lighter out and light it so you got it lit the deadlight is really close to you all right dr simeon you only get to do this once per round would you like to fight back or dodge as the deadlight turns towards you or tendrils start whipping towards you. I'm gonna have to dodge. All right. Oh, 92. It's a 92 on the dodge. 92? Yeah. Goodbye, boys. Ooh. <laughs> okay. But the Molotov is lit. I told you, let it take you and then Molotov yourself. He's <laughs> just like, <laughs> All right. Well, you're lucky on that one. Okay, the first tendril lashes in and actually just kind of spears around, wraps around the edge of your shoulder as you feel it first cold and then it starts to burn as you take three points of damage. It's wrapping around you. You see two more tendrils start. Two more? Yeah. How many tendrils does this thing get? Come on, man. Dodge a bin. Second one sweeps in, uh, manages to go right over your head. (laughs) Third one. Wow, same roll as my first roll. Third roll, though, strikes in and starts and uh, wraps around the other edge of you. Three tendrils? Wraps around your other arm as it appears to be trying to engulf you. All right. Uh, 
again, you feel that cold sensation and then burn. Is he dead? Another four points of damage. What is he down to? Two. He's down to two. He's down to two hit points. Well, boys. This is worse than this damn spider. Nice knowing you. As a psychologist. Psychologist, this sucks. Okay, so... Major Bakersfield. Uh, I'm running directly towards that light, and I'm saying, not on my watch. Okay, um, you're getting, all right, what are, you, what are you doing? You're getting to the to the light with this. I'm opening the, the box, and I'm just going to try and uh, engulf the center of the light with the box and trap it in. Scoop it up net style. Gonna poop scoop it. Okay. Uh, you rush in and you just start plunging the box into the light. Yes. But uh, like where the greatest source of light is, I guess. Okay. Yeah. You're plunging the box just directly into the light. Try and impregnate the box with the light. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So as you're doing this, the edges of your fingers do press into the light. Part of your hand gets into it, and you are going to take two points of damage. Okay. As you feel it burn into you, as you're plunging this box into the uh, strange eldritch being. As you're doing this, though, it doesn't seem to have any effect on the light. Billy McConnell, you see all this chaos going on as you see a couple of your friends beginning to be engulfed by this light monster. So, uh, I basically have no ideas of how to battle this thing, so can I make, like, a an idea roll? Uh, yeah, you can make an idea roll. Uh, what do I... Yeah, what's that? Uh, it'd be an intelligence. Yeah, you're gonna roll against your intelligence. All right, I guess cool. to try and get some kind of idea oh, yeah, of what's right there. going on. Okay. Here we go. My intelligence is 70. Yeah, 37. Okay, so let's see. I guess based on what you've seen on and things having any kind of effect on it, the best idea you can kind of get in your head right now might to be just to get some distance on this thing. That maybe getting away, regrouping, coming up with a better plan might be your best option at the moment as you're not seeing anything having any kind of effect on it. Uh, so is that like my whole turn or can I like get in the truck? Uh, you can start running back towards the truck to get in the truck, yeah. Uh, how close am I? How far did I get? Um, I don't know, 30 feet. All right, well, yeah, put me back. Uh, hit. I'm going to try and climb in the front of the truck. Okay, you're making a break for the uh, back to get into the driver's seat of the truck. Maybe, hopefully, just flip it around, get it out flip of here. Flip it around, have everybody jump in and try and get out of there. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's see. Tallahassee Turner, where are you? What are you doing? He's uh, taking a dump. <laughs> I, was still in, I was still in the reception room reading the journal. Okay. But uh, can I do, like, a spot hidden or, you know, look up for a second out the window to see yeah. what happened with... Well, you don't have to roll. You can just say, I look up for a second look out the window. Uh, all right. Yeah, I'm just going to make a break for it, try to get back to the diner, and as I'm running away, I just say, get back to the diner. Okay. 
I say, right, run away! Flee the premises as you're running out the front of the house. Yeah, whatever's faster, jump through the window, run out the front of the house, or, I don't know, whatever. Right. Let's see. Dr. Simeon, you see the, the light is flowing up you, uh, around you. It's it's pulling in towards you. You're kind of seeing your life flash towards your eyes. Well, flat. You're seeing your life flash before your eyes right about this moment. The storm is raging overhead. The wind is blowing. The rain is coming down. Uh, I want you to make a luck roll for me. Eighty uh, and Sammy. Forty-nine. Forty-nine out of eighty. Okay. Uh, as you're frantically looking around, you're holding the Molotov cocktail in your hand, um, thinking maybe this is the last ride of Dr. Simeon. Can't stand your bits. Maybe you're just going to drop it and let these just go up in flames with this dead light. There's a blinding flash of light as a lightning bolt strikes alarmingly nearby somewhere in the woods. The crash of thunder is deafening as it hits. Dr. Simeon, you're blinded for a second, but as this happens, you actually feel the burning sensation around your body vanish. As from what you can see, you see the form of the deadlight, that fluid uh, quicksilver inky fluid form of it as it's floating through the air it it flinches back and quicker than you've seen it move so far it just makes a beeline into the woods holy moly everyone jump in the car and let's Go pick up Tallahassee and get to the diner. Uh, Tallahassee ran off into the woods. No, man, I said I saw it run away at the lightning. Saw so I heard and ran back and jumped in the truck. You're standing there in shock, holding a lit Molotov cocktail in your hands, <laughs> breathing heavily, looking around, not quite sure what just happened. So everyone, I, everyone just hopped in the truck. I hopped in the front of the truck and started turning it around. Okay, you guys all get in the truck. And Billy McConnell starts driving you guys back to the diner. Okay, so Billy McConnell flips the truck around as you guys head out on the driveway back towards the main road. You're keeping your eyes open, watching the woods around you as they just feel like they're closing in on you after the events back at the cottage. You don't see the light anywhere as you're driving. You meet back up with the main road and and head back in the direction towards the diner. Can I roll first aid for Simi or is that going to take too long? In the um, time we have. You could probably do it real quick while you guys are making this little... It's like a, you know, 10-minute drive or something. Alright. <clears throat> Can I do first aid on both Drune Card and Can't Stand Your Bits or only one? Yeah, you can You can do it. Did you All already right, do is, first aid once? This? I, I oh, did yeah, once did. Okay. for... Yeah, for the girl. Oh, I did it on the girl, yeah. Yeah. And I succeeded, so... 
Uh, Alright, this is for Simeon. Uh, I rolled a 32 out of 70. Dang, you got good first aid. Okay, yeah, that's a success. Okay, yes. so, um... Simeon, you can take back one hit point. Wow, that's yeah. so generous. Even on a hard success? Yeah. Alright, this one's for Dom Drunkard. 24 out of 70 for Dom Drunkard. Alright, so Dom, you can also take one hit point. Um, I took two points of damage. Can I do it on myself as well? Or Yeah. Yeah, you're basically just kind of bandaging and doing that kind of stuff. It's All right. Myself, I rolled a 62 out of 70. Oh, yeah, yeah. Take your, uh, take your one hit point. So I'm going to whip open the journal again and read as he's driving. Uh, you pull open the journal and you begin to read. Billy McConnell, you're driving. Your headlights are barely cutting through the driving rain ahead of you as you make your way back towards the diner and you do see the lights just ahead of you of the of the diner and the gas station as it's still lit up almost feeling out of place a little strange after everything that just happened over the last little while where you guys were up at the cottage it seems out of place to see something so normal and inviting after the otherworldly events of the last few minutes Tallahassee what you got there what you reading uh journal a journal where'd you find that in the study what does this say he's got some good stuff uh I don't know someone's interrupting me from reading it oh sorry alright you bum (laughs) (laughs) um okay Tallahassee as you're reading through this journal uh the shock kind of sets in more and more as you as the information that you find inside gets progressively more and more disturbing as you read through it the truck slows to a stop out in front of the diner you see there's still the two seater two seater Ford Roadster parked out front there's still the the flatbed truck slewed across the road in the mud just where you left it. Everything appears to be the same as it was when you left maybe half an hour ago. Or an hour. It's probably been about an hour since you left. You can still see people milling around inside. Do you guys all get out and head inside? Heck yes. Support each other. Okay. You guys limp your way into the diner. You hear the familiar ringing of the bell as you open the door. Uh, you enter it, you open it up, you see uh, the familiar figure of Dan Keelham uh, sitting at the sitting at a stool at the bar as he uh, is in the middle of a discussion between Teddy Brewer, who's sitting in a booth, and Jake, who's sitting in another booth. Uh, and they all look up as you guys, as they hear the bell and they hear you guys come in. Uh, Dan Keelham looks over at you. Oh, man. Oh, whoa, what happened to you guys? You look, you look like you're in terrible shape. I want to talk to Mary right now. Mary, she's um, she's she's around. I think she's back in the. I think she's back in the kitchen back there. But what what happened to you? Where's where's the doctor? I am the doctor. Go fetch Mary. <laughs> not you, you doofus. <laughs> well, as a psychologist. No, not you. The other doctor, Do- Doctor Webb. 
Well, what? What? Where? Where? Where is he? He's dead. You killed him. You were supposed to bring him back. Yeah, you're next if you don't get Mary. Well, I think I think you just you need to call your just 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 call it a little bit here, <laughs> Mister. Uh... I'm just kidding. I'm in terrible pain. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> sorry. That's just what happens sometimes. Uh, no, we didn't kill him. This uh, thing. This light killed him, but I need to talk to Mary. A light? The light? That light? That light killed it? Yeah, I was telling you. It's that dang light that's out there in the woods. It's looking for us. It's waiting for us. It's hunting all of us. That's right, Jake. We've got the doctor. No. It's right. Go fetch that hoe bag. Fancy pants. <laughs> where is she? I don't see where she's gone. Oh, uh, no. She's just back. She said, oh, I think she's just back in the kitchen. Hey, Mary. Mary. Come here! You guys don't hear any response. You don't hear anything from back in the kitchen. Uh-oh. Well, wait, so what's going on? What, I what go do- storming back there, looking for her. Hold up. Guys, guys, guys. Uh, uh, you, you, li- you seriously gotta hear this. Like, there's some, there's some uh, crazy stuff in this journal. I think it's gonna help a lot. Where, where'd you get that journal? It was Dr. Webb's journal. When we were at the house, I found it in the study. So, Dan, can you go get Mary for us? And, uh, fellas, let's gather around this booth and, uh, let's hear what he has to say. Let's hear what that journal says. Um, uh, uh, well, well, all right, I guess I'll... Just go get her. Okay, all right, I'll go get, I'll go get her if my name isn't Dan Keelham. The Thanks, name... Dan. <laughs> you the That's man. That's right. I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Dan. No problem. Uh, as Dan heads back into the kitchen. Uh, all right, guys. So, okay, check it out. So I, I read one entry in in the journal, and it talked about the silvery box. But there's more. Let me let me read this to you. Uh, March 22nd, which uh, is basically about a one week after the first entry. So March 22nd, 1888. Everything I thought I knew was been, uh, has been turned upside down. What is all my education? Nay, all of man's accumulated knowledge worth if there are things such as this in the world. What is science if there are things in yet so clearly not of this world? The patient arrived late into the evening on the first night after the storm abated. Dr. Sanger instructed me that it must be so. The entity cannot survive in daylight, and the thunderstorm can interfere with it. The patient placed her quote-unquote condition swaddled and misshapen upon the table and was instructed to leave the room. Dr. Sanger drew the symbol in blood upon the subject and chanted strange words that hurt my head. He then opened the coffer, which is this metal box we've been talking about, Uh, And I finally bore witness to its contents. The entity, like a pool of glowing quicksilver, slithered from the recesses within and glided toward the bundle on the table. Shut up your eyes, you fool! Dr. Sanger screamed at me. You must not watch! Though mesmerized by the otherworldly nature of the thing, his words struck me from my reverie and I gladly complied. Moments later, he instructed me to look again. Not unfearfully, I opened my eyes to see the entity retreating back into the coffer, satiated. Dr. Sangler immediately closed the lid and applied the strange wax seal around the seam. 
the eerie glow finally subsided. Clean and simple, Dr. Singer said. Indeed, the process did seem very sterile, very medical, only a fat wine ash remained. But still, my bowels roiled and turned. It will get easier, Dr. Singer said. I said nothing. Two things, he continued, of utmost importance. First, you must never break this confidence. Your oath to your patient, this practice, and indeed everything else demands your utmost secrecy. He was right, of course. Am I really willing to risk all I have worked for? Second, you must never, under no circumstances, ever open this box without following the entire ritual. In Tallahassee Turner, uh, just below that is the full ritual laid out step by step. It has, it says everything that you read through what Dr. Webb wrote in that entry before, just laid out step by step. The drawing of the symbol on the head or on the body of the subject or the person in question, there are words laid out, though they're not really words. It's a chant that's spelled out phonetically, not saying any kind of words or anything that you can understand. Instructions to open the box, following, and once the light is finished, it will return immediately to the box without any further ceremony or prodding. If the ritual was followed before, then this is what will happen afterwards. The light returns to the box, you close it, you reapply the wax seal around the edges, and wait until the next time. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Tallahassee, in the following pages after the ritual... You see that there are, are pages and pages of names and dates, payments and notations written in columns. There's a page preceding that explaining all of the notation, such as M for malformed, F for enfeebled, B for betrachian, or Innsmouth look in parentheses. Guys, this cut, this is crazy. So there's a Dr. Sanger that, that uh, taught this Dr. Webb and they freaking brought like deformed babies or something in, in, in cloth and then like burned them up with the freaking deadlight. Performed some seance thing and then it went back in the box. So I'm thinking that obviously somebody opened the box without doing the ritual and it's still out there like searching for people to burn up. And it's just going to burn up everybody. So we need to do this ritual and uh, take Mr. Dan Ke- Keelhan 
up and wrap him up in a bundle. <laughs> I'm game. I've got my net here. And let that thing just like burn his eyes out and go back into the box. Oh, yeah, I forgot to say, uh, uh, in my pocket I have that, uh, that wax, that little bottle thing of wax. Yeah, I'm Tallahassee pulls it from his pocket and shows you. So I think uh, we need to destroy this thing. So maybe if we can get it back in the box, we can open it up in the morning in the sunlight and destroy it from the earth. Oh, Mary has something to do with this as well. Yeah. I agree with, with Dr. Simi. If you guys remember, when we walked in and we found the doctor, that, that other man was there with that sack over his head. I took his wallet. His wallet said who he was. And... He had a picture of Mary. There's got to be some connection between those two. Maybe Mary had a, a, a malformed baby or something like that, and this this sackhead man was the father. And he went back to get and to save his child. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. And so he shot the doctor with a shotgun. And that's how it escaped. Um, so I don't... Mary's not back there. I don't... She's... I don't see her anywhere. Dan Keelham comes walking back from the kitchen, pointing over his shoulder, shaking his head. I, I, I don't know. I, I didn't see her leave. Dan, you had one job to do. I, I have a lot of jobs to do. I am a manager of a diner and a gas station. That's at least two jobs. Uh, where's the other girl that was uh, with the old ladies or with the old folks? Um, uh, Tallahassee. Uh, Teddy speaks up and he goes, Oh uh, yeah, um, uh, Amelia. She uh, she actually she came back to her senses a little bit after you you all you fellas left and went up there. We were talking to her. Um, yeah, she was saying something about a couple of men wearing masks. They they broke into her, her grandfather's house. They they had guns. They were waving them around. Uh, they were they were asking for money. Um, pointing them at her grandfather, they said they he they one of them shot her grandfather, and he told them that the money was hidden in the box that was on the mantle, and then she started. That's when she 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 kind of started losing it again, and she she didn't finish her story. She started crying again, and so when it when he decided to take her out and and take her back to the. Uh, powder room to get a get it all cleaned up maybe wash up freshen her up a little bit so dan does mary have a boyfriend uh yeah she does uh clem taylor thick and thick as thieves those two i just saw him earlier in the night he stopped in for a minute to talk to mary him and him and his friend billy another billy him and uh him and that billy esterhouse they were uh Always up to no good, you know. Did you guys see where Mary went? Did anybody see her leave? Uh, no, I didn't. I didn't see. I didn't see her leave. I didn't see her go out. I wasn't paying attention. So, uh, what's this guy's name? Uh, old Matt. Teddy. Teddy Brewer. Canton. Yeah, Teddy. So, I told you when we were leaving, the only reason I was leaving yeah. was because I trusted you to keep her safe. Uh, Amelia. And she's gone. Yeah, she just went back to the powder room to freshen up with Winnie. Actually, they have... They have a... They, I guess they have been gone for a little while. Well, uh, I'm gonna head back. Yeah, hey, fellas, let's go check this out. So, uh, where's the powder room? Yeah, uh, it's just around the back of the, uh, back of the building. 
Just head out. Uh, you gotta go, go outside? Yeah, you gotta go outside. Hmm. Just uh, head outside and it's around the back. Alright. Who's other. coming with me? Let's go. Go around the front of the building and then up on the, I guess, the left side up there. Um, I'll go with you. I recommend that Drew card and Doctor can't stand you, but stay inside. Ooh, can I roll for? Can I roll a medicine real quick while they do that? Um, you can kind of start, but it's. I mean, it's about an hour to kind of get the whole thing done. So you can kind of start looking things over. If you get interrupted before, um, you finish, then you're not really going to get any benefit. But you can kind of start looking over everything, seeing if I'm going to start doing medicine stuff with these. Birds. Okay, yeah. You just kind of sit down. You, uh. Dr. Simeon collapses in one of the booths and starts kind of pulling at his, his sleeves, looking over at his burns. I want to go look around the kitchen, then I'll also see if there's a back door. Okay. Um, does anyone else have any firearms on them, just in case these people are not guns. trustworthy? Okay. I uh, grabbed a one gun out of the back of the truck before I... Uh, firearms? Take mine. Well, I, don't, I, don't, I don't have any firearms around here. I'm, I'm going to go with Tallahassee to the back. You're going to leave Can't Stand Your Bits by himself? Yeah, He's, what, does he need a babysitter? Well, I got a, I got a shotgun, but it's out of my truck, and I ain't going to get it. You're welcome to go out there yourselves if you want, but I ain't going out there while that murdering deadlight's out there. If, if, um... Hey, that guy just said he's got a, uh, shotgun in his truck, so, uh, why don't you guys grab it when you're out there? Don't we have guns? We have lots of guns. Yeah, lots of guns. I got my uh, 1911 on me right now. Come on. Let's, yeah, look uh, at that. Well, what's going on? It's like you're trying to start World War II up in here. Well, I am a detective. I gotta, I gotta keep my peace with me. Shut up, Dan. Let us do what we need to do. Pearl handled. <laughs> Dan, just calm your tits, okay? <laughs> 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 oh, he starts patting his chest. Oh, okay, maybe. Uh, the guy says, "Well, you guys, you guys need to do something, all right." All right, what are you guys doing? <laughs> so, um, Tallahassee, uh, if there's a back door out the the kitchen where Mary escaped, maybe there's a clues to which direction she went. All right, Tallahassee heads back into the kitchen, starts looking. No, I want to go too. Roll spot. I'm hit. with him. Who's going outside? I was going outside. All right, Who's Dom going and Tallahassee, with me? go yeah, back into the kitchen, roll a spot hidden. 30. Bakersfield's with me? Bakersfield is success. Gosh, it. Yeah. I got a fail. I 55'd it. All right, Tallahassee, you succeeded? Yep. All right, you're searching around in the kitchen. Uh, you don't see a back door to the kitchen. Jumping out, you do see a door over... Uh, in the back left side of the kitchen, you're assuming that's, like, the pantry and the freezer? Alright, I open it. I pull my gun first. Wait, wait, wait. First, I... I say, before I open the door, I say, I smell ice cream. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's a stiff. It's a stiff! <laughs> uh, you don't... You just see... You see food. You don't see anything disturbing inside. You don't even see any ice cream. Your senses have deceived you. Are there any, uh... Son of a... Are there any, like, potato chips or anything? Yeah, there's some potato chips. I'm a little bit famished. I want a snack. Oh, yeah. Maybe they that Dan Kuhlham is full of crap. Okay, man. you start munching on <laughs> potato chips as you guys are looking around in the kitchen, searching. Uh, Billy, Major Bakersfield, you step back out into the storm. 
doing your best to stay close to the building to stay underneath the overhang of the roof so you don't get soaked again. Yeah, keeping uh, my eyes peeled, too, for the light. Okay. Uh, all right, roll spot hidden while you're walking. Okay. Uh, 21. Okay, success. You're looking around. You don't see... You're keeping your eyes on the woods. You, you don't see anything. You see the truck still sitting there, the cab open. The inside must be soaked. Um, as you're heading around towards the west side of the building, keeping your eyes peeled. Uh, as you as you make your way around the corner, you look, and immediately you notice a body lying on the ground outside of a doorway. Around the side? Yeah. I run to it. Okay, you rush up. You look down at the at the figure of the person laying on the ground. It's Winifred Brewer, the old lady. Check her pulse, see if she's alive. She's alive. She's breathing. She just looks like she's been knocked out. It looks like her. You can see that she's a little bit. She's bleeding out of the back of her head. Yeah, is uh, Bakersfield with me? Yeah. Bakersfield, look yeah. around, see if you can find uh, Amelia. I'm gonna carry her back inside. So I scoop her up and start carrying her back in there. Okay. What are you doing, Bakersfield? Uh, I'm going to continue in the direction of the power room or whatever. Yeah, the bathroom's right there. She's right outside of the bathroom. The door is 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 right there. It's closed. Maybe it looks right. some footprints or something. Um, yeah, I look down. And, well, it's pretty... Yeah, I'm going to look and see if there's footprints leading towards the, the bathroom. Okay, yeah, you see... You do see footprints... Um, leading to the bathroom, and then you actually see some leading away from the bathroom. And they're leading back around behind the building. I'm going to pull my M1911 out, and I'm going to open the bathroom door and throw it open first and just kind of quickly look in. Okay. You throw open the door, you look around, you see a toilet, a sink, a mirror, you don't see anybody inside. Alright, I close the door, and, uh, I guess I go following the footprints. Okay. Uh, roll for spot hidden. And I pull out a flashlight. Uh, I roll the 55 out of 49. All uh, right. You can see the footprints moving, but you're not any kind of experienced tracker. You see them moving around back behind the building, but you kind of lose track of them as you're moving. They're in the mud, but there's, there's a lot of other prints and things in the mud that are kind of smearing the path. Um, in the bad light and the rain, it's, you're having a hard time keeping track of which way they're going. Hmm, are there any tire tracks or not around any the, other buildings or anything nearby? Not around the, this side of the building. The only other building nearby is the gas station that's next door. Alright, I'm going to go back into the, the diner and tell them uh, I can't find them, but maybe we should go check out the gas station. Okay. The bell rings as the diner door opens again as Billy McConnell comes inside carrying Winifred Brewer. Uh, bringing her in. Oh, Winnie! What, what happened to her? What, what, what's yeah, going on? Yeah, I just found her on the ground out there just right outside the powder room. Oh, uh, no. Is she, she okay? She's laying on the ground. She, she seems to be okay, just knocked out. Uh, let me just lay her down here in the booth and we can, uh... Oh, no, Winnie. See if we can oh, dear. Wake her up. Did you see Amelia out there? No, I didn't see her. 
Bakersfield was looking a little bit uh, around the back of the building, seeing if he could see that whole bag, Mary. uh, I didn't see Mary either. Oh no, doc, doctor, doctor, could you could you come take a look at her? Oh no. Oh, poor Winnie, I'm sorry. So, okay, sorry, real quick then. Uh, I come back around from the kitchen eating some chips and I say, uh, Dan, that, or did anybody, did anybody else, did anyone see Mary leave? I sure didn't. I was just talking with, uh, with Teddy here and, and Jake. I just having a conversation about the events of the night. I didn't see her go out. Teddy, Jake, Winifred, did uh, did did she go to the powder room with you, or anybody else see her, see her leave? Uh, Winifred is still unconscious. Uh, Teddy is kind of fussing over his wife, trying to get her comfortable and make sure that she's okay. You guys do realize that we went and faced a deadline, and you were left here to guard two teenage girls, and you failed. Look, I wasn't left here to do nothing. All right. You ain't in charge of me, Mr. Fancy English Man, coming over here from England trying to tell me what to do. I'm just in here because I don't want to go outside with that murdering lad out there. Am I back in the diner by now, Alex? Uh, yeah, you see, you guys see uh, the Major Bakersfield coming through the door. I lost the, uh, the footprints, guys. I, I don't know where they went, but there's a gas station next door that maybe we can check out. Let me try to first aid uh, Winifred here. Uh, I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> you make it worse. I, no, well, sorry, Mister. Stand aside, Mister Turner. I don't know if you know what you're doing here. You a doctor? I don't. Seven out of seven. Yeah, Bakersfield. You got some skills, don't you? Yeah, I just succeeded. I rolled a 67 on 70. Tallahassee, step aside. All right. Just... You don't know what you're doing. Okay. <laughs> All right, Major Bakersfield moves in. He, uh, you get her set up. You, you put her head up, um, elevate her feet a little bit, get her situated. Looking over, um, you do see there's a bump, a pretty bad bump on the back of her head, and she's been bleeding a little bit. So you uh, wrap some bandages around uh, to help kind of stop the bleeding and help um, with the swelling in the back. Um, she looks like she's probably okay. She's just just been knocked out cold. What, what, do you, what do you say, Major? Is she all right? Your wife's going to be fine. 52 years. 52 years we've been together, and then one night, one bad night, and all this happens. Can I do a psychology roll on Jake? Why don't you let me do the psychology roll on Jake? Uh, go for it. Yes. Success. I got a 40, 40 out of a 55 on Jake's psychology. 40 out of 55? Yeah. Okay. You, you can tell there's not a lot going on with Jake. Uh, he's not the brightest customer. Um, and you can tell that he's terrified. He's he's afraid of everything that's going on. And he's lashing out at the rest of you guys. Okay. Uh, I walk... Wait, he has a beard, right? I do. I have a great beard. Okay, I... I walk straight up to Jake as he's talking and being like, why you're looking at me? And I get about two inches away from his face. And then I pretend to pull like some crumbs out of his beard and brush it out. Like, you, you gotta clean yourself up there, Jake. You best get out of my face here, cowboy. I got, I got crumbs in my beard because I like them there. 
Tallahassee, why don't you take it outside? Why don't you, you and Jake, take it outside? Well, I'm going outside. We can take, we can Come do on, this Jake. right here, cowboy. Go outside and, and uh, you know, back up your bluster. Or else just shut it. Because we're trying to do something here. You best back up there, cowboy. Why don't you, okay, let's go outside. Come on. Let's take this outside. What do you all say, right, Jake? All right, Got all right. me, copper? Fight! Yeah, fight. I'm a copper. Everyone fight, just fight, needs to calm fight. their tits. <laughs> <laughs> nah, listen, I'm not really trying to fight him. I realize that uh, Jake's, uh, you know, doesn't want to go outside, so... Well, copper, you can't tell me what to do, all right? Come on. You know, I, we ain't up in your uh, jurisprudence, so you ain't, can't be no boss of me up in here. All right, you try to tell me to do things. Well, ain't gonna happen. You guys all better just back up, cowboy. You better get out of my face, copper man. You better shut your mouth. All right, so Winifred's uh, stable. Hmm. Winifred's stable. Uh, Winifred, from what you can tell, she seems like she's okay. Who wants to go to the gas station with me? All right, let's. Yeah, let's go Bakersfield. All right, follow me. Okay. You guys will start making your way over to the gas station. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Arkham Files. If you like what you hear, show us your support by checking us out on patreon.com forward slash The Arkham Files and leaving us a five-star review on iTunes. Thanks again. Psychologists were injured in the recording of this episode. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.